Welcome back to Be Great with Nate. Today, I have a very special guest, Benjamin Fink. Hello, everyone. AKA Benji. Now, Benji's been my client, my day one client in LA uh, since I moved to this area. Day one. He's a very funny dude, so just be ready for a lot of jokes, but also I want you to be ready for an amazing transformation journey that he's going to be able to share with us today. So Benji may be a little nervous. We're going to keep it raw, as I do with most of my podcast episodes, um, <clears throat> but Benji- And most other things. <laughs> uh, yo, you're crazy, bro. <laughs> Is it too early for that? No, nah, no, nah, you're good. We be yourself. Um, but Benji has been with me since I moved to this area in uh, January. So since being with me, Benji's down 25 pounds. Benji's so much stronger. Uh, we did a lot of things that I want to walk you through today. But before I walk you through these things, I want Benji to tell you a little bit about himself. So Benji, for one, this is a, a personal development, fitness, um, motivational podcast. Um, so tell us, um, what made you come to start working with me? Okay, well, one night I was up at 3 a.m. After not sleeping for two days, um, and I went on this random website, and I just kind of typed like a long paragraph, like maybe longer than a page long, and I just wrote about everything I wanted in somebody, because I had many trainers before. Before I contacted Nate, I, I lost like 120 pounds. I used to weigh like 300-something pounds, and then lost a bunch of weight, and then through COVID, I gained some COVID weight back, and then was going into like some mental things too. So one night I was up and I just like sent in a long message and then uh, he responded to me like a day later and then I didn't respond back for like two days and then I was like, uh, I might as well go. And yeah, so. Yeah, so Benji sent me this long, long, long uh, description. So I just told him, hey man, I have a similar story as yours. Uh, let's, let's get on a call or um, why don't you just come see me? Just come see me. Uh, don't worry about. His address was like ten minutes away from my house. I was like, "What is this?" Right. It was really, it was really close. So Benji, uh, <laughs> I remember the day you came, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Benji comes, and then I prepare uh, my partner Marie. I said, "Babe, look, I got this kid coming. Um, he wrote me something really deep. So I may have to, you know, please give us a little privacy from coming in the yard. I'm gonna give him open space." So depending on what kind of client I get, it's a different way that you approach it. So Benji came, he came in and we sat down outside and I felt this, I felt your energy. Um, and my dog, dogs are really good at feeling energy too. So my dog Milo felt your energy too. And he got super attached to Benji. Uh, Milo's like, he's a support dog, uh, a service dog. You can say not. Shout out Milo. Man. Yeah. Blue. Yeah. Milo came into our life when my girlfriend was going through something. I got Milo for her and he's very good at like just like being there for people. So he was there with you. And I was like, oh, this dude's going through something deep. So I remember us talking. Benji came. He had really long hair. He had a scrub. Like he didn't have his beard lined up or nothing. Uh, but when we, when we spoke, bro, my, my heart opened up. And I was like, I'm going to change this kid's life, man. So That he did. <laughs> right. Welcome to the club. <laughs> so I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. Um, but you don't got to... Look, he's nervous right now. Yeah, it's all good, bro. Why you got to point out my insecurities, Nate? Yeah, I'm just saying, though. You can chill a little bit. What about bit. your hands? Your hands are closed off. I'm chilling. You know what that means? Chakra three. <laughs> <laughs> it means when you're a child, <laughs> something happens to you traumatic. <laughs> Did something happen to you traumatic? <laughs> so Benji, Benji does a very well a job acting like me, in, in, but to the extreme, of course, right? So um, 
he, we did Benji's on my Instagram uh, uh, stories stories a lot. So people can't you know they they know you. Everybody knows you from those stories. Um, but long story short. So Benji started to come in with me. We got him in, and um, immediately I put him on. We did our paperwork. First month, we didn't do a lot of working out, though. No, not at all. It was a lot of life coaching. It was a lot of walking around, talking. Yeah. So we used to, first session was our, our two-hour session where we went through all your paperwork, and we opened up a lot of trauma and things that were, you know, deep. And then from there, uh, I used to take you on long walks and talk. Yeah. Remember those? Yeah. Because Benji was not. last <laughs> Yes, three days ago, bro. Huh? You're like, we did that like two days ago. Three days Yeah, ago. we did it again the other day because this guy's crazy. Um, I pulled my back so it couldn't work out. Yeah. So that's later in the podcast. Yeah, this guy's insane. So what we did is we, we, we started taking Ben. I started taking Benji on these walks to get him moving. Because remember, if you start expressing um, the body, you can start expressing you get somebody to start expressing themselves verbally and emotionally as well so it was it worked very well with uh benji but the first month we did a lot of life coaching because that was a, the main priority for him at the moment it was like we got to get this guy back on track um and then we started to do weightlifting and then when we started doing weightlifting we put him on a progressive overload program because in his past he used to do a light reps right i mean lightweight heavy i mean a lot of reps um uh so- like opposite so like a, a small amount of reps heavy heavy got amount. it got it got it got it yes so what he'll do is he'll do deadlifts really heavy but what happened is when i saw benji lift weights he did not have the stability to be able to lift the amount of weight he was lifting so i told him we can't lift heavy like that we have to bring you down in weight retrain your core and the little muscles around your glutes so we used to do all the glute exercises yeah. core exercises um and used to hate me for those. And then we put him on a progressive overload program, which basically is if Benji comes in today to do bench press with 20 pounds, and last week he did eight reps, this week we have to do 10. So either we go up with the reps or we go up with the weight. And you destroyed that. Yeah. To the point where not only was Benji getting stronger, but he started to see a difference in his body. He started to put on some muscle. Yeah. So from there, I remember us, um, remember one day you came in a couple months ago and I said, I want us to be uh, probably like two, three months in. I said, I want you to be a little more strict with your nutrition because we started seeing a pattern every time you ate wrong. I ate a pizza yesterday. You had a pizza yesterday? Yeah. From Mulberry Street Pizzeria. How'd you sleep last night? Oh shit, bro. So there you bad, go. but it was so good. There you go. So was it worth it? Yeah. Okay. Totally, but now I'm here, so we good. Yeah, we good. So what we started to see is anytime he ate bad, he did not sleep right the next day. I've been or up that since night. 5 a.m. He's been of, up since 5. Since because of pizza. Yeah, and you get nightmares. Yeah. When you eat wrong. That's why I don't sleep. Yeah. So you just don't get nightmares. Yeah, see? Is that helping or hurting your dream? Hurting my dream, but the pizza was really good. Yeah, okay. So I haven't had doing pizza that. in like three weeks. Okay. Wait, two weeks ago, Two bro. weeks. Stop. I thought it was... Yeah. Why? Yeah. So you see this? You see? You see? You catch? You can catch people lying, or him making up lies so he can feel better about himself. And this is how honest I am with this guy. With him, I got. I'm a little more like this with him. On you know, some some of the, some of my clients, I got to be real open and honest with them. I can't be too sweet. I'm bullshitting myself. Who says that? You do. What do I say to you? Say, you're bullshitting yourself. <laughs> you're fucking lying. <laughs> you're fucking lying. <laughs> What'd you eat yesterday? <laughs> what time did you go to sleep? <laughs> I get like this with Benji because he does the patterns all over and over and over again. 
And anytime I look forward to him coming in here, getting a good workout session and, and getting some progression, he'll hit me. He can't do it. He's tired. And I'm like, yo, bro, you're bullshitting. What time did you go to bed last night? What did you eat before bed? Because that's his patterns. Those two, those two get out of balance. He's all out of balance. So first month, sweetheart. Second month, sweetheart. Third month, I'm like, dude, we got to start pushing it now. Because... He needs that. He needs yeah. that. He needs that. I'm yeah. not that military dude. No, yeah, we had to we had to push a little bit because you were you were, we were I was getting coddled too much and I needed to like I needed to I need to get pushed a little bit. I needed to man you up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Not that doesn't go for everybody, but for this guy, as you can see, he needs that. Yeah, yeah. So what we did is we got we also got very clear in your dream, which Benji is very talented. I'm not just saying that. The I tell you that all the time. He's very talented. Not only is he a DJ, but he makes mu music and he goes to Berkeley. Okay, for music. So this kid is freaking talented. But when he wants to eat pizza and he doesn't get sleep, he doesn't make music. When he doesn't make music, he comes in here feeling sad because he feels like he's going to be a failure at 22, right? Yeah. Yeah. But after the pizza, I made a sick-ass beat, though. Okay, so that's new. Yeah. All right. I was, so, feeling, I was feeling good after the pizza. I was like, oh, the cheese, the sauce, the bread <laughs> got me feeling wavy, baby. <laughs> So, so we're, we're, this is this guy's funny, bro. I, I warned you about this in the beginning. Um, he's just a funny dude. This is who he is. So, what we did is when we first started working, we got over the trauma that we were dealing with. Then we started dealing with the uh, training, and then we put him on a nutrition plan. And then the first uh, month or two, he dropped ten pounds. So I'm like, this is good. So then we took his weight about two weeks ago, and we found out that he's down twenty five pounds. So he's down 25, you put a good size of muscle on, and it's to the point where your family doesn't want you to get more muscle, right? Yeah, like your they mom? Keep telling me to stop getting buff, but I think it's their own insecurities being put <laughs> onto me because they don't want me to be big and they're scared because they're used to me being like small and getting yelled at. Okay. So can't really get yelled at if you're massive. <laughs> That's true. Oh, <laughs> right. So he started doing that as well. Um, and also, Benji has been through, he's a warrior, right? He's been through a lot of stuff, right? Uh, growing up as a kid, like we all do. Um, I also, I'm not, we don't have to go deep into this if you don't like, but I was also here to witness Benji's heartbreak too. Yeah. That, that we had to get through, right? Don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Don't save her. <laughs> right. So I was, you know, he was in a, 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 a he got caught up in some things with, with a person he was dating and we found out that it wasn't nice and he went through heartbreak, right? So um, we did a lot of coaching with that as well. You can. I pulled up on my ex cheating on me. It's not that, that deep. Okay, I didn't know if he was comfortable with me. No, no, it's all good. I mean, since then I'm like so happy. So it's like, why are you happy? Because I'm just doing me, bro. Like I'm doing myself. Like I don't have to think about someone else before I do something. Got you. So much easier that way. So do you think your heartbreak made you better? Or? Oh, it's made me like I. I, I don't think like. I can't, if I say I'm depressed now, I feel like I'm lying to myself because mm. shit's going so good mm. that it's like, okay, you're sad for like two seconds, get over it. Go mm -hmm. make, go do something. Mm -hmm. Like I used to dwell in shit like crazy. Overthink? Overthink. But that's because I have ADHD and like a bunch of other shit. But like I used to dwell, but now I just like give myself like five seconds and I'm just like, if I'm thinking about it longer than five seconds, it's a waste of my time. Mm. Wow. Just like. Go do something about it. Because, like, I mean, past couple weeks, been trying to hit me up. She's been trying to get into the court. But, like, 
Jordan game six. Nate says <laughs> she coming back like crazy. And I'm just like, uh-uh-uh. Yeah, well, when we first, what happened is when we first found out, I, I suspected she was cheating. And that's very hard for me to tell a client. Yeah. It was very challenging. So, <laughs> so bro, she's cheating on you. You're like, okay, I mean, do you want me? Do you want me to give you the truth, or you want me to lie to you? I'm like, Nate, give me the truth. He's like, dude, she's fucking cheating, dog. She's fucking cheating. I'm like, no, no, she's not. And then I'm like, I leave the house. I'm like, I'm getting a strange feeling. Well, let's preface. Remember that day she? I do. She was si- she was saying she was sick, and then yeah, I, I, do. I call her. She has full makeup on. I'm like, hmm, mm-hmm. mm. Nate's like. And she wake up, wake up, wake up. Yeah, I was doing that to him <laughs> because up. what happened was is it it came it became a distraction to the pro, uh, progression we was trying to make in the gym with the dream of music, training, and thoughts. It's like, dude, second that got out of there, we good, baby. Yeah, it opened a lot of things up. Well, it was about a month of therapy after that, right? It was like, <laughs> yeah, but we don't talk about it. We talk about the good things. Yeah, yeah, but not when after that happened. You came here. Why did she do it? Yeah. And I was like, I just gave you a whole speech yesterday on why this happened. It was a week straight of you repeating yourself over. Like, and then it got to a point where you were like, dude, let's fucking work out. Shut up. <laughs> like, stop talking about it. And then and then if I were to talk about it, he'd be like, what the fuck did you eat last night? I'm like, what'd you eat last night? Pizza. I, that's his number one go-to. That's when I was drinking. I was yeah, like, he was drinking. He's like, oh, we drink a little. I'm like, bro, 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 bro. You're doing, stop. You're lying to yourself. No, no, but you know, it makes me, you're lying. You started drinking because you're going through something right now. So I had to wake him up. With him, I have to be like that because it's a lot of responsibility. Like his parents are sending him to me, you know? It's like. No, it was me sending myself to you. You send, yeah, let's make that clear. I sent myself. Your parents know that you're here. Let's put it like that. I sent myself to you. You did send yourself. I needed it. Yeah, he did take the personal responsibility coming. He actually wanted to be all about. Like making sure that he, like he and I, milled that relationship before I, I speak to his parents. But what I'm trying to say is, your parents know that you're with me. Yeah, it's a responsibility of mine. Yeah. If you like it or not, bro. Yeah. You, when the first couple of times I was coming, you're like, but what if your parents think you're going to a drug dealer's house? Yeah, I was like, yo, have your mom or dad come meet me. He was putting stuff in a perspective that people don't put into perspective <laughs> for me. He's like, yeah, you just imagine what your mom thinks. You're just kind of paying this random dude. You're going to his house. She has no idea where you are. Exactly. And then like three months later, mom, I lost 25 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened was he was coming to me and I was like, yo, bro, I think it's safe that, you know, one of your parents come and just meet me. And he was like, no, they're fine. I told him much. I'm like, good. I'm like, no, I understand that, bro. Care. But like, I was like, yeah, he was like, they don't care. I'm like, but bro, I care. I want your parents to know who I am. Like, it's important to me. So it took like about like two months and I met his mom who's a sweetheart, who's very smart and uh, we kicked it for like two hours and your mom and I just talking right here. Yeah, I was just kind of in, in the room with the dogs for like two hours. I'm like, bro, you're still here, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> My mom was talking to him for so long. Yeah, we were talking. We had a great conversation. But one of the things that we noticed with uh, Benji's heartbreak is that we start to get closure on it. What happens is if you don't get over a heartbreak or over a trauma, you can start having dreams about it. Let me let me tell everyone something. You don't need a person per se to get closure. You can get it by yourself. Like I, like Nate's always telling me like first couple weeks when it happened, I was like, oh, do I need to see her? And he was like, no, no. And now I'm at a point where it's just like, I have closure. She's, I let her do her own thing. I'm, I'm fine doing myself. Like mm-hmm. 
it's like my first ex yeah i needed closure i got the closure and then i realized hmm, maybe she's not interested anymore and i was like i'm out of there mm-hmm. i'm just gonna do me like i was wasting too much time with these girls how much more music did you make now in oh the my. last four months compared to the last four years ladies and gentlemen in the last three months of my music career i've progressed more than the five years i've been making music wow so what seems to be tragedy actually turns out to be beauty for you just like you said hero's journey would yeah yeah what i said you said hero's journey hero's journey you yes. find the mentor and then yes. something heartbreak happens you find the mentor after the mentor is the journey, and then after the journey is, yeah. Yeah, you go back and tell the story to your hometown. So everybody has a rite of passage or a call to action. When you enter it, it's scary. When you go out there, you all your fears are like haunting you. Until, and then you try, and then you may fail. And then after you fail, you find a mentor who has been through that. And I've been through this heartbreak thing. So awkward how many shit he's been through that I've been through. It's like a weird it's a connection. It's kind of scary. And, and my ex... One day my ex emailed me. He's like, my ex emailed me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. This is what happened. When, that, when it happened, no, I told no, no, him. No, 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 no. Rewatches this. Yeah, yeah. What? What? No, she's fine. <laughs> um, this is what happened. As soon as the breakup happened, I was preparing him how to get through it. I said, now here is the next thing that's going to happen. She's going to try to go. She's, tr- she's going to try to come back like Jordan in game six. I don't even know sports, but now I know sports. Yeah. So I when I mean sports. game six, Jordan never lost a game six before. He goes hard. She's going to come hard trying to get back in your life. Harder than a motherfucking paint. Right? And I, and I said that. And I said, I have to prepare you. And what they're going to do is they're going to send an email. If you blocked him on all social, they're going to send you an email. And I wh- blocked you. So- I unblocked you so long ago. Why don't you just talk to me? It's like, because I don't want to talk to you. Well, what's going to happen is they're <laughs> going to use trigger words. Oh, trigger words. The yeah. trigger words. Bro, it's the same email four times. Of course. <laughs> just rephrase. Of course. And, and just triggering. That didn't work the last time. So what can I do now? Hmm, let me mention this because I know he she loves started that. doing something just so she could try and get my attention, and I know she doesn't actually like doing it. There you go. But now, what did I tell you as well? You don't. Want, you have to what? Forgive her. Oh, I forgave her a while ago. Yeah, but remember, I used to tell you that I don't want these people. I thinking I'm just trying to bash somebody here. Well, but. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not trying to bash her. I've done. I did some things that probably caused her to lead to cheating. And I also told him about that as well. Yeah. I said, you have to find where you could take personal responsibility in this. Because unconsciously, we can have these motives and these actions towards people that can be driving them to do these things. External um, influences on another person can cause them to not want to do something. Yep. There you go. Like my family towards her or like, I don't know. Everything. Yeah. And look, you're so wise now. Look at you teaching people. It's all that Mary Jane. (laughs) This guy's crazy, bro. So, I've we, been up since 5 a.m. Yeah, he's been up since 5. So what we did from there is we, um, have him, we had him understand the things that he was weak at probably pushed her to do these things, and we took responsibility for that. And then we had to find a way to forgive there was, her. There was, a, there was a little bit of time where I was bashing her for a little bit. Yeah. Then you put in, you're like, hey, listen, it's not all her. I'm like... Yeah, she's a person too. She deserves to be happy, but like, mm-hmm. I ain't going to be the one to make it happy. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. Let me tell you this. Um, so we went from nutrition, 
Yeah. Well, life no, coaching. We went, no, we went, we went, we went mental first, mm-hmm. which involved life coaching. Then we went nutrition because remember, I have like super triggers with yeah, with nutritionists and stuff. And then we went into working out. Let me ask you a question: Why do you have uh, trauma or problems with nutritionists? My mom ain't gonna see this, right? I don't know. She probably wouldn't see this. It's okay. But Your it's, mom didn't do nothing wrong, though. Your nah, mom did the best she can, bro. Yeah, she's doing it out of love. So what happened is Benji was sent to nutritionist at a young age, and the nutritionist didn't go about it the right way and one, traumatized him. One time, my mom said we were going somewhere that I liked, and then when we get there, it's a nutritionist office. <laughs> Why are you laughing if, if, if you were scared to say that? Because you might as well laugh about it. Okay. It's happened so many times, bro. <laughs> it's funny. And what happened to the what happened in nutritionist's office? We didn't even go in because I was like, ah, motherfuckers. Oh, you, go, you <laughs> caught alone. On. So what happened is the Benji, only thing I did like was the we went to a hypnotist nutritionist. My mom was like, Benji, okay, listen, this one's a little different. She's a hypnotist. I'm like, oh, cool, magic. Let's go. She puts me under, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, it didn't work. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of different ways. So when Benji came to me, I saw the sensitivity when it came out. So when nutrition. I was like eight, 10, 11. Yeah, that can be traumatizing. Dude. <laughs> Trauma, chakra three. Chakra two. Chakra two. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, see Benji laughing because that's a sign of insecurity he's doing there, yeah, by the way. I'm insecure about the way I was treated when I was little. Yeah. yeah. So we're trying to get him to, to, to it's funny because the, the funniest people in the world, in my opinion, are people who are very insecure. And sad. And, and sad. Yeah, but I'm we chilling now. No, you chilling. You're great. You're great. It's who, who you are. I like it because I'm a jokester too. Jokester. So um, Benji's down 25 pounds. He put on a ton of muscle. He's making great music. Um, and now we're pushing him even more like to be better what's, every day. What's the next step? The next step is to get you to release music consistently. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. That's the next step. So Benji makes his, he'll come in like, Nate, I made this song. Put it on the speakers. But put it on the speakers. I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Drop it. He's like, not yet. Because <laughs> I made it the night before. He's like, I just made it last night. And I'm like, bro, bro, drop it. You're trying to be perfect. That's your problem. He's like, I got to edit this part. This part. No. I said, it sounds perfect to me. Drop it. Yeah, it sounds perfect to you. But in my eyes, I have to like, I have to EQ out a bunch of stuff. I have to send it. I have to get it mastered. Yeah, I'm only sending, sending you like premixes so it could sound way better. Like- but your problem, the weakness that Benji has is that he'll jump to another beat. And forget about the 17 beats he made before. Instagram I did. Post Malone looking did. at dates and it's like my music. Making. It's like new beats and then in the background, it's like the beats I've already made. It's the girl showing. Yeah, he, he has a basically. There was a meme Benji sent me the other day. Why I, I post posted Malone, on my story? Yeah, Post Malone was checking a girl out that was flashing him, and the meme said uh, new beats. And the old beats was behind him. Like Benji is always focused on trying to make new music and without finishing the last. Yeah. So my goal is to try to get him just to do the best that he can right now. If you go back on Be Great with Nate, I try to do Be Great with Nate videos on my um, laptop. I did it in my office. I did a thousand different ways before I got these microphones and headphones and, and this where professional camera. Where did you camera. pop off on? TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. All yeah. those prior that's what i'm yeah but that's five years bro yeah five years it took me five years to become an overnight success so what i'm trying to say and i'm nowhere near my goals sister you told him i can make you a celebrity overnight but what i'm trying to tell you is that 
if I would have never put those videos out that were yeah. quote unquote not perfect, the ones I won't you be showing you where it's like, oh, I thought I looked too fat here, and you're like skinny as fuck. Exactly. Like, you look fucking like jacked. You're like, yeah, bro, I'm fucking obese here. <laughs> so there was times I was very hard on myself when I first started this, these videos and podcasts where I was aiming for perfection and I never even did anything. What did I tell you this morning? Yo, come through. Let's do the podcast. Yeah. Because I haven't, I've been telling you I wanted to do it for a long time. Yeah. And you just have to do, you got to just do it. You might as well. And when you hit me, when I hit, when you called me back, I was like, damn, I'm about to work out, but I'll just work out and then go straight into recording. Yeah. You know, is there anything, any inspiration that you have for the audience, uh, based on your journey? What does that mean? What I mean is like the, the life lessons you've learned, heartbreak, okay, struggle, yeah. trauma mm -hmm. with nutrition. Did we rush things? Did we no. force you to do anything? No. Is it your lifestyle? Mm. What do you mean, lifestyle? Is it your lifestyle? Is it something that you do like automatically? It's just who you are today. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. I don't really push my like before when I'd go out, like I'd like not really like think of myself. Like I'd be super shy when I go out, but now when I go, I'm like, who the fuck am I? I'm a fucking DJ. Fucking make music. I don't know what the fuck these other guys do, but I'm fucking crazy. So you you starting to learn who you are a little more. Yeah, like I don't like like I see like stuff I do, and then I'll like go out and like see like just people doing ordinary things, and I'm just like, why do I put myself down all the time? But so I'll, you give yourself a little more credit now. Yeah, I'm trying to love myself. Yeah, because you come in here like I'm not doing shit with my life, and I'm like, bro, you're doing good in your life. I'm doing way too. What I realize, I'm doing a lot. Yes, I was trying to tell I'm you doing that for more months. than even like like people that are working now out of college. I told you that a long time ago. And it's, it's, it's like, the only reason I don't feel like that is because of belief systems mm. that I've got from my parents that mm. they still put on me mm -hmm. every single day. Like mm -hmm. two days ago, I got belief systems thrown on me. Mm -hmm. So like a big thing I can, I can, a big tip is like, can't change anyone. So mm. why try and change them? Just do you gives a shit what people think you're like only here for 75 years no one's gonna give a shit when you're dead mm. letting you know that like you're gonna they put flowers on your grave when you die mm. it's like give me flowers now mm. you know yeah man i think one thing for you too is um you touched on something really big belief system um well, you touched on that for me that's why the only reason I yeah yeah but you brought it up it's like we learned that benji's belief systems were Having him think a certain way that weren't even true. Yeah, and they still they still do. But now it's just like, ah, I mean, yeah. beats. a lot of comparison. Com uh, he used to always compare himself or compare his life to other DJs that are like forty five that have been DJing for twenty five years. I'm like, bro, that's not a that's not realistic, right there. Don't think you're gonna become that overnight. So I think you've been doing a really good job on comparing you you with you. Yeah, there's no competition but yourself. Yeah. You got me? So we, we, this is how we talk every day, by the way. Yeah. There's so many days we should have podcasted on just shit we say. Yeah. We're going to make we've another some, podcast with Benji. And we, we got to go like, like I don't want to always bring you super serious podcast episodes. It wasn't that serious. It wasn't that serious, but we got to talk about your I Tinder made, I made account. A, bro, my Tinder account's deleted. Yeah. Why? Because I was, okay, this, Nate influence slash me influence, which is hard. I've never had me influence until working with Nate like I was on it way too much and I wasn't getting any matches. Like I was, I'd get matches, but like the conversation would end so quickly. And it's just like, 
why am I wasting all this time for people that don't even exist? Mm. Like, they don't exist in my world. Mm. They exist in my phone world. Mm. But not in real life. And then I was just like, okay, I'm just going to fucking do Because I'd, I'd be up all night. Like, mm-hmm. I might as well go on Omegle and just talk to random people on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm bored. Like, And what do I tell you when you was doing that? You came in the gym. It's wasting my fucking time. There you go. Delete that shit. I deleted it. <clears throat> At the end of the day, what you're doing is you're finding the distraction to deal with yourself. Yeah. Alone. Some people, when you get alone, that's when you want to drink and eat your ice cream and go on the internet. When I first got out of the relationship, every single girl I talked to, I was trying to fuck. Like, it was bad. Yeah. Like, like girls that I look at today, I'm just like, I'm not even attracted to you. What was yeah. I thinking? Desperate. But, like, then you wait a little bit and you get a 30-year-old divorcee and she pulls into your life and you start getting crazy. Yeah. What Benji yeah. was doing Ooh, yeah. is that he was trying to release energy, sexual energy, to make him feel better. And I said, and I was lonely. I'm still lonely today, but it's like I was lonely last night. But like you know, I'm here now with Nate. You're not really lonely though. No, I'm just I was way too attached, and I'm just looking for like I don't know. I'm looking for comfort, bro. No, no, no. You want me to get fucking real? I'm yeah. looking for like motherly instincts, not from my mom, mm-hmm. but not from my mom. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? So you remember in this whole podcast, I said I have to be this way with Benji. Benji had a mom who's a sweetheart, has a mom who's a sweetheart. And what he's doing unconsciously is looking for women to be like his mom. So I got to be masculine with him. Yeah. And say, stop. Stop that. Stop lying to yourself. Sometimes I come in, but the pizza didn't mean good. I don't want to hear that. Stop. And then what he does is when he impersonates me, he makes me sound like I'm like this all the time. But um, what I was trying to say is, dum, dum, is that dum. there was times where we had to be a little more on hands-on with Benji and how to be real with him. And there was a lot of distractions. And when you go through pain in your life, we like to, I do the same thing. We all do it. We like to distract ourselves from the truth. But also, I haven't really had like a... I, 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 ha, I have a dad, right? But like, I didn't have like a father <laughs> that make, does that make sense yeah it does you didn't have a you 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 are saying that you didn't have that male authority in a way as a a, a role model yeah for you it was more like strict just yeah yelling all the time yeah got you so i haven't really i don't really talk about my feelings to other males yeah so this like first, so first yeah. yeah you do a really good job thank you yeah you do a really good job you came a long way dude yeah so the goal now with Benji is to keep him consistent and honest. Wait, we were at motherly instinct. Why? What's that bad about? Oh, so with the mother, because what happens is when you you have a mom that can baby you all the time, you're trying to find a woman to do the same for you. Hmm. So what happens is is when you date a woman who's doing them and they come in and they're you're not going to be attracted to you're going to be attracted to someone who babies you hey benji how are you sweetheart come here give me a hug what's what's wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that but what happens is you can make the same mistake you did last time Uh, you become soft and you put your love on that and you depend on that Mm -hmm. and women they want that back they want it's a, it's a relationship. You go both fifty so fifty. How do you get a fifty fifty version of that? All right. So here's what I do with Re. Um, when Re comes in and she's uh, for, first and foremost, I love myself. Mm. 
So I put all that on my, oh, Nate, I love you. And I don't say, Nate, I love you. I, I, I take action and choices to put energy back into myself as love. I make sure I love myself enough to drink good water. I love myself enough to sleep at night correctly mm. on the right time. I love myself to feed myself. I love myself to do this. Okay. You got me? So what's wrong with looking for that in someone else? What happens is you're trying to because usually if you're if you haven't fulfilled yourself, you put that on other people. I'm not talking like that style, more like just like someone dependable. Yeah, I have somebody like that. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like, my mom wasn't in my life. So unconsciously, I can depend on, you know, I can depend on a woman to really just overly love me. Mm. And if they don't do that, then I think they're like my mom. They don't care. Mm. So I learned that at 16 years old. In my first, from 16 to 21, I'm like, oh, these girls keep doing the same thing to me because I haven't loved myself enough. I'm depending on them to be my mom that I never had. Don't you hear a high thought I had like six weeks ago? Yep. Okay, so I was really high and I was with my friend Max while he was here and we were just talking about like girlfriends and shit and then I said something and it blew my mind. That's that's how crazy it was. And what is that? And I never thought of it until I, I was like, okay, the girls you date are the reflection of yourself. So when I was dating, when I felt suicidal, depressed, I was dating a girl who was suicidal, depressed, hate herself, everything I hated about myself. That's who we talked about with my friend. My friend, when he's depressed and suicidal, he goes with girls that have daddy issues and are depressed and emo. And all these guys talk about how cool it is. Oh, I want an emo goth bitch. Like, you don't. It's because you hate yourself, bro. Well, you want to get deeper? Yeah, let's go. Everybody in your life is a reflection of who you are. Are we getting into like next dimension type shit? Everybody. It's a, everything. Oh, so you're a reflection of me? I am. I'm a reflection of the potential. Oh, shit. Yeah. And that's why I'm you not trying like to, to come here. I'm not trying to be yelling at kids to go to sleep at 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a reflection of your potential. Ah. And you also get a reflection of your shadow. And those are the people you have heavily, people have conflict with, arguments with. Mm. Because they're showing you you and you don't want to see it. Yeah. You have anxiety, but if you go around mom that has anxiety, it gives you even more anxiety. <laughs> yeah, but I don't really get much of that anymore because I've been chilling with myself. So what happens when you, how's the best way to heal that? You heal your own anxiety, your own shadow. And when you come around the person that you're close with that has that shadow, it doesn't bother you anymore because you don't have it. Mm. You understand? So that's a good that's a good observation you made. Yeah. Good job. Now, everything's like that. So you're saying if I go ape shit like on this DJ shit, I'm gonna find like a supermodel girl with her own like business company. When you become the best version of yourself, aka ape shit is what you call it, you put yourself in a position where you rise up your consciousness and your your energy. I won't even be allowed to be with low energy people. No. Because I won't be around them. How many low energy people you see in my house? Nobody. Doesn't happen. And as soon as they come in high and then they start going low, I can't have that. Like, I'm not going to say names, but I have a close friend who I've been like easing off hanging out with. And I've been mm -hmm. friends with him my whole life. Only reason I've been easing off is because whenever I'm hanging with him, I don't do anything. And I'm just like, 
I hang with this other friend because we always work when we're together and we're always working. And when I go to this other person's house, it's like too much doctor quiet, like not doing anything else. And it's getting to a point where like, I can't really see him all the time now. And I don't want to like, like I'm his friend, like I'll see him on a weekly basis, but I can't be there every day anymore. Like I used to, because I'm trying to do my own shit. Yeah. Well, you be, you created core values. Did I create core values? You created core values. How? Here's why. I thought How? I didn't have any. You know what oh, you want in life. I have you core know values. what you want. Yeah. Because you know what you want. And then the thing you want is your music career to be successful. And then what you started noticing is when you go with one person, it helps you in your dream. The other person takes you away from the dream. When people take you away from the dream, you have to learn how to say no. Yeah, you can say no, but you don't need to cut them off like all these no. billionaire assholes. They're just cutting off all their friends. Oh, you're not doing it? Bye. Yeah. Like you got to give doctor. You can, When you want to give yourself doctor quiet, go hang out with the friend that gives Just you. to clear it up, uh, we go over the four doctor ritual here. Doctor happiness, what do you like to do that makes you happy? Doctor quiet, are you getting enough sleep at night or are you resting during the day? Doctor movement, are you moving the body enough? And last one is doctor... Diet, movement, happiness. I say happiness. There's so, three doctors. No, it's four, bro. Happiness, movement, quiet, diet. Oh, yeah. If diet. you're out of balance with any of them, you get something called Mr. Pain. Mr. Pain comes in your life and gives you Mr. pain. Mr. Shadow. That's part of Mr. Pain. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mr. Pain will let you know exactly where you're out of balance. Oh, you feel tired? <laughs> That's Mr. Pain. Oh, you're hungry? That's Mr. Pain. Oh, you gained weight? That's Mr. Pain. You don't like how your joints feel? That's Mr. Pain. You unhappy? That's Mr. Pain. You got me? This is good. Yeah. Yeah, right? This is good. Were, were you nervous before coming on? No. It's, it's you. What do you mean? <laughs> it's you and then you put a camera in front of our conversation. Right. Yeah. No, this is exactly what the kind of talks we have like almost every day. Wait, we want to get into, let's talk about your dog. You got a dog. Which one? Bruno. Bruno. Yeah. I got a new dog coming in. His name is Bruno. European Doberman. Wait, I just want to say this for the podcast. Benji, this week you made Ooh Yeah. Okay. Let's see where that's at. Like, that's the name of the song? Yeah, Ooh Yeah. Nice. Three O's. And I made Are you going to drop it today? Um, Harrell's going to master it. Oh, I got this plugin at like 3 a.m. last night. It's called Goldfoss, and it, it basically it's an EQ, and it, it takes out harsh frequencies, like if my hats are tacking too loud, and then I can bring in low end, and then I can EQ out it all in one program. And my stuff sounds So now good. you should be able to drop yeah. more music. Can you go back and drop all the other songs you made? The issue with that, I asked Harrell that. He said, my new stuff literally poops on my old stuff. So what? Put it out. If I The videos that pop for me okay. in my career were the videos I, I, I hated. Okay, so you're telling me to drop random. Just drop them. Okay. Because what's going to happen Why is- Why am I not dropping them? Exactly. I, that's I, what I'm saying. I say I'm going to, and then I just work on them for four hours, and I get tired. But that's what I'm saying, because that means the art, the job is done. Yeah, I need to You just, can't get attached to your artwork. I make videos. As soon as I'm done with it, I let it go. People comment it, you're a dumbass, or some people say this is this guy's smart. I don't care because I let my art out there to be judged to begin with. So you can't be hard on yourself trying to make everything perfect because now you're not being real. You're being an Instagram model. Mm. Best poses. I, I mean, there's a difference to that because it's different with music because it's super technical. Let's say you have a workout, right? And you, you're doing you're doing your arm stuff, right? Yeah. You're pulling up the weight. Um, you're not gonna you're not gonna use like a bad weight as the weight. You're not gonna use a weight that says twenty. That's very true. But you ready for this? Okay. I'm gonna use that bad weight rather than no weight. Okay, but that's what you're doing, bro. 
I you're can, talking about one day you're me gonna, knowing I can make it better and putting it out pisses me off because I know I can. Make me it knowing that I can work out with a better weight pisses me off. But if I think about how much I should be working out, right? Hold you, on, hold you, on, hold you on. Took my own analogy and <laughs> did a reverse Uno card. Hold on, because if I don't. And I just look at the bench and say, one day I want to do that weight, but I don't have the perfect weight. I'm going to wait for the perfect weight. I know. And the perfect weight's never going to come until you release the shitty weights. Release the music. Yeah. Just do it. Nike. Shout out to Nike. Yeah. Shout out to Nike. We need need promotional clothing (laughs) for free, please. Right. All right. So uh, thank you for being on Be Great with Nate, bro. That's it? How long has it been? Like 20 minutes? No, bro. It's been longer than 20 minutes. How long? I'll tell you right now. I don't know. I think we we're on for about 40 minutes, 38 to 40 minutes. That's it. What else do you want to talk about? I don't know. We can get it. We can, we can, what else you want to ask me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. I just work here. Well, we've been through um, your heartbreak. We've been through your weight loss. We've been through your 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 career and your dream, where, you know, how you're doing better, but where you can improve. We've been through... You know, you're getting stronger. I, I mean, we've been through your belief system. Yeah. I mean. We didn't really get into my childhood. You want to get into how the fact that I make you line your beard up? and Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Because it looks good? Yeah. Yeah, your childhood, I, your I, trauma from your childhood. I'm not sure if you want to dig in deep on that. I, yeah, that's that's a whole different podcast. Yeah, it's a whole nother podcast we can get into. But there's no that the audience knows that there. Just know that there was a lot of childhood trauma. You touched on it a little bit. With the nutritionist, right? Yeah. Being brought to nutritionist. Oh, also, it, like the trauma, the trauma was bad enough to where, like, after Nate, I had to get extra help so I can deal with like my spirit. Yeah. So um, I started. I met this acupuncturist here, Anna, yeah. who's amazing. Who's very. He's a very good healer. And um, as soon as I met Anna, I said, "I have the perfect client for you." Yeah. And they started working together. Yeah. Yeah, so before you started coming working with me, you had some nasty thoughts and Dude, I came in long hair, sad all the time, didn't know what I was doing. My girl just cheated on well no, my girl didn't cheat on me. No, yet. she's not yet. She cheated on me two weeks into it. Yeah, by she cheated on you right before and after uh Valentine's Day. No, she cheated on me like on Valentine's Day. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. We found her after though. We found it after. Found out after. I mean, I'm just happy how I handled it. Me too, man. Like I was on a let me let me let me yeah go ahead break it down. I was on a tolerance break right for like five months ish while all this was going down. So I actually did pretty well dealing with it without like weed and stuff because I, I smoke a lot of weed. But I took like a five month break and during the the whole situation, I made a decision. Oh, I'm not gonna start smoking. I'm not I'm not gonna start smoking till I think I'm over the hedge of this shit. So that's what I did. I waited till I was over the hedge of it. Now I started smoking. My mood is so much better. There's always yin and yang to shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, it's weed still, but it's like it's better than drinking every day or having coffee every morning. Yeah, nothing against coffee. Coffee's good. I love coffee. Nate likes coffee. I like tea. I like coffee, but I'm I have to tea. chill. I'm more of a sometimes. tea kind of guy. I'm a tea guy. The guy. I know you are with your fucking 85 million grams of Splenda in your. He 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 drinks he drinks <laughs> he puts tea in his Splenda. That's how he drinks it. He just puts, he gets the Splenda. He has the cup, right? So this is the tea, right? This is the bottle, brand new bottle of Splenda. He'll rip off the thing, take the top off of the Splenda, pour the tea into the Splenda thing, and then just start drinking it because he's crazy. 
<laughs> Dude, you use too much Splenda. He you, thinks I use a lot of Splenda. Bro, he uses a lot of Splenda. <laughs> bro, you got to show them. Yeah, okay, normal Splenda people, one one package is like a little... But I don't sp- use the packages, though. Them, just, I'm not fake. getting there yet. Uh-huh. Package is normal amount, right? Okay, two packets, fine. <laughs> you can get the shaker. Shaker one, like one, two. This guy does this. One, two, three. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so that's a good example. <laughs> that's how you do it. Tell me I'm, I say, tell me I'm lying. No, I say if you want to. I bleed one, Brooklyn. I probably, oh, my God. I just made the mic distort. I'm sorry. I probably, uh, instead of people using one pack of Splendor, I probably use six or seven. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you're undercutting yourself. He's like the whole bag of packets. <laughs> you just put tea into the bag. <laughs> right. Is, is that but, healthy? It's not. It's nothing. It has no effect on blood sugar. Glucose, fake. No. Splenda. No, it's not fake. What is it? Stevia. Stevia is a natural plant. Sweet, a sweet plant. You know what? So is weed, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Benji, I want you to get off that stuff. Oh my god! Funny thing. I don't wait. I don't know who your your audience is. The world. Okay. Well, sweet people. <laughs> my mom's thought process is is uh, uh is is weed to heroin. So when I, when I, when I told her I tried mushrooms, she was like, Benji, next is heroin. I'm like, I know. (laughs) just like, yeah, your mom. Yeah. But bro, she should be worried. Like, yeah, she should be worried that her Berkeley student son on Dean's list every semester is smoking weed every day. Well, you have to have empathy for her, right? Oh yeah. Some people don't know any better. So the issue is I told my, well, so I touched on her. I've been touching on my mom's shadow a lot, like poking at it, but not like I just been opening her brain up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So like she'll tell me to stop smoking. And I'll be like, okay, if I smoke every time you have it, like oh, this is getting in. Yeah, you don't have to get that deep. Okay, yeah. what are, basically, you we compared all, your we, shadows. We that's all it. we compared shadows, and we have our own vices, and it's just like everyone has their own thing. Everyone, yeah, everyone. I got my splendor, bro. You got your Splenda, you got your blueberries. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I think you make me look funnier than I am. No, you're funny as hell, I bro. know, I know. But the, then, where do blueberries come from? Because you eat blueberries all the time. You said I'm going to go take a piss and he comes back <laughs> eating snacks while we're working out. Like, oh, Benji, I'm not losing weight. I wonder why it's those fucking blueberries. <laughs> He's like, I work out eight times a day. <laughs> so Yo, bro. Those blueberries fucking you up. <laughs> and the Splenda. What'd you eat last night? You had blueberries? You fucking yourself. <laughs> Yo, my face hurts. I'm laughing. <laughs> um, uh, oh, wait, wait. Yeah, go wait, ahead. We need to tell a story. <laughs> I pulled my back out. This guy's crazy. So we're working out, right? And uh, probably like four or five week. days ago. Last week. Yeah, it was last week. A couple of days before... Um, I was working with him. I said, yo, your psoas muscles really tight. He's like, yeah, yeah. Basically, he does. He's like, yeah, shut up. Like, he doesn't tell me shut up, but that's his energy. Like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, shut up. I don't care. So we're working out the other day. We was having a great workout. And I said, okay, don't do anything. (laughs) I got to open the door up for Joe. Joe is my assistant. I'm like, you got to give me a second. I have to open up the door. He said, okay, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) problem. (laughs) (laughs) I opened the door for Joe. Joe's on his way in here so we can set up because we were supposed to do the podcast that day. Oh, that was that day. <laughs> yeah, it was I'm that so day. Sorry. So, so, so Joe and I are walking back into the gym. I didn't and we get know in that. It was the podcast day. 
right before this all happened, Benji's working out with 20s, and I got these nice little fancy blue chairs that we're sitting on. Benji's working out and dropped. He takes the weights and slams them on the blue chair, so we heard a crack like... I was like, Benji, I think you I just broke my chair. I didn't drop it. I tapped it down. No, bro. He dropped Is it. Is it this one? I don't know now. So <laughs> so fine. as I leave, Benji's thought process was like, you know what? Let me check under the chair to see if it's broke. Because I was worried that I broke So it. I come in. This guy's on the ground like, ah, 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 ah. I'm like, what the fuck happened? I'm like, what happened? He's like, oh, my back, my back, my back, my back. I'm like, bro, I, I never told you cried. not to do anything. I never cried in front of Nate until that day. <laughs> This kid was crying. I was crying. Crying. And I'm like, what is going and sweating. on? And then I was like, why am I sweating? Why am I? Your He's cortisol like, levels are going up. This is stress. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so stressed. You need to breathe. Your body's producing cortisol. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> You're laying in my sweat. So this guy, he's on the ground, right? So Joe's looking confused. <laughs> this whole time, I thought him and Joe met. He never met Joe. No, I know. I met him before. He said, I met you. Joe said, I never met you before. You, I saw you on Instagram. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I know him from the TikTok. I didn't he knows see him it from the TikTok video of Joe. So Benji's on the ground. This guy's screaming. So Joe is so confused. So Joe walks out the gym. Imagine Joe. So I'm like, what is it? He goes, my back. I said, what'd you do? What'd you do? Oh, my back, my back. I'm like, Benji, calm down. Calm down. He's like, oh, I got to go to the hospital. I got to go to the hospital. I have anxiety disorder. He's like, take me to the hospital. I got to go. I got to go. I said, Benji, calm down. So what I did is immediately I touched around his back to see if it was a uh, disc that slipped out. Touching. He was putting his hand into my soul. <laughs> he was, he, bro, he was, he was, I need to check. I need to check. Grabs where it hurts, pushes in. I'm like, so, so when I was testing his back, there were no nerve uh, reactions. Meaning if you have, if you push the disc out, you're going to get uh, the, you the lower back. You push out a disc. Yeah, two of them. So when you push out a disc, bro, your whole nervous system overreacts by muscle spasms. So when I was touching on spots that could be trigger points to show me that he pushed the disc out, um, there was no reaction. So actually- You didn't tell me that. You should have said, I'm checking to see if you pulled the disc like I did. You said, relax. Yes, I was checking. You're, re- you're releasing How can cortisol. I explain all this with you when you're <laughs> screaming, crying the whole time? That's so this guy was screaming and crying. So I said, relax, Benji. So I pushed my hands into his lower back. He had no pain. It was coming from, if you look up the psoas muscle, it connect from the hip. <laughs> you would say, why does it hurt when I lift this leg and not this leg? <laughs> Tell me why. Because what I was trying to do with Benji it's not your back. is trying to show him, stop, stop panicking. It's not your back. It's your psoas. Yeah. So what we did is I laid him down and I pushed my finger down <laughs> in his body. <laughs> In his pelvis. So basically, take your hand. I was crying. So yeah, take your hand, put it in your belly. I mean, take your finger, put it in your belly button, and go one inch to the right and push down. That's that's a trigger for the psoas muscle. But now, if you go one inch to the right of the belly button and then three inches more to the right and push down, you can get into the iliacus, which is a deep hip flexor muscle that connects to the psoas. So what I did is I laid him down and I started releasing his psoas muscle, which was extremely tight. And I told you that three days before this injury. So I said, bro, your psoas muscle's tight. It's and tight psoas, because of the surgery. Right. So the psoas muscle 
is connected to stress as well. So when someone's really stressed, that psoas muscle can get tight. So at the same time of me doing all that, this guy's screaming. I'm laying down on the floor with him in his sweat and tears <laughs> the whole time. Blood, sweat, and tears. So he's like, take me to the hospital. Call my mom. <laughs> call my mom. <laughs> Should I call my mom? And I was like, dude. And then I call my mom. <laughs> and she's like, I'm like, I need a hospital. She's like, you don't. And I go, thanks for caring, mom. And I hung up. Yeah, his mom's like, suck it up. Like, you don't have to go to the hospital. <laughs> So basically, he couldn't extend his legs because the hip flexors are responsible for f- one of the things it does is flexes your knee up, right? So I, I basically released a psoas. We we walk. It took us 30 minutes for a 10-second walk to the living room. So we get him to the living room. I told him he needs to relax and lay down. So I made the couch relax so for him to relax and lay down, he pulled his charged, feet up. He should charge for that. That was comfy. I'm not going to charge you for that. What's wrong with this guy? So I spent about four hours with you that day, by the way. Dude, that was so, so bad. I lay him down on the bed, on me on the couch, his legs elevated, spine in a certain position to release the psoas muscle. And within 30 minutes of doing that, then I call massage therapists around the neighborhood. Shows me this hot ass Russian girl and I go, you can't come to my house. She's too hot. Yeah. So we found this one lady who came to his house that night. I explained to her that the psoas muscle is tight and that she needs to work on that. She knew what she needed to do. And she did amazing. Yeah. And then she pitched her daughter to me that worked at the store down the street. Yeah. But also what happened too is that this guy was standing up and sitting down without a problem 30 minutes after yeah, laying down on the couch. She's a lifesaver. No, bro. Before she did something. Oh, Nate's a lifesaver. No. Don't Nate get, I'm is, not saying Nate that. Nate is king. No, bro. Listen. <laughs> I'm saying we, we had that muscle release. He was able to sit up, sit down. And we jumped in the Jeep, took the top off, and went to go check out a dog. Oh, yeah. The Doberman, yeah. I forgot with the, with the yeah, that guy was sus. Yeah. So, the battery's about to die on this camera. We got we to gotta let people go. I can go longer. I feel like I feel like this should be a show. We should just get people to buy tickets. To it. We'll do another podcast. We'll do a part two. I don't know. What okay, I, hold on. Let's I, do this. To make it a part two. If you have any questions about this podcast, email me at begreatwithnate at gmail.com. Benji oh, yeah. and I will do another uh, podcast where we can get him on. Sending questions. Send a question so we can answer those questions. I'll so it could be a little more raw. It'll be fun. Okay. Also, also send, send in the letters a yes or a no if we should have a smoking podcast with Nate. I don't smoke. You will. <laughs> I, will. I don't smoke. I don't me, drink. I don't do you, Reese brother. Yeah, that would be a funny podcast. Okay, that'll be a funny podcast. This guy's crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't smoke. I'm so crazy. I'll drink some tea. Some <laughs> yogi relaxed tea. F- yeah, you know what's worse for you? All the splendor and that shit than the weed. <laughs> Fucking, he won't go to sleep. <laughs> so, really quick, we're going to put Benji SoundCloud below in the, li- uh, in the description. You can find them there. They can find you on Instagram at what? NG Fink on everything. It will be on, um, all his information will be in the description. Thank you for coming on, man. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're going to have you on more. You did a great job. That was a funny. You did a great job. Anyone tell you that you did a great job today? Mm, uh, Yeah, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) This guy is crazy. You're a crazy dude. If you guys haven't already, if you're enjoying this and you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe, share this with a friend. If you listen to this on a podcast, leave a review. Um, the more reviews that Be Great When Nate has, the more the algorithm will push my work and I can help more people and more people can enjoy this podcast. Thank you for being here. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us and we appreciate that. Thank you for coming. Thank you, guys. Till next time. Be Great With Nate. If you're on the toilet with us, be sure to wipe.